Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm joined by my co-host, the one and only Shannon. How are you doing, Shannon? Hey, Kente, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Uh, it's been a very busy last week or so, getting a lot of stuff accomplished on both ends or three ends, really. I'm shocked I'm I'm even here and present, but you know what? I am here. So I'm glad to be here, glad to be seen, and I'm looking forward to this show tonight. How you been? I, I guess we haven't talked in, since probably the, the show. How you been? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Well, okay. Everything's good. In the, are, are you in Florida? I don't even know where you at. I'm in a location. Oh. <laughs> okay. She's in a location. All right. Well, we'll go with that. All right, so um, today uh, we're doing our series on people on podcasters who do shows or content about relationships. Last week we were joined by uh, by Dre and Albany. Uh, this week we're fortunate to have Jada Lopez and Anthony uh, Free on the show. So we'll start off with you, Jada. How are you? And tell us a little bit about your program. Hi, everyone. Thank you guys for having me. Um, I have a show based on about sex, love and relationships. Uh, we talk about all the nitty gritty things that I think most people tend to shy away from. So we just get down to it. And it's on Get Vocal. Um, I also stream live on Periscope as well. It's mainly on Wednesdays for, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but that's every now and then. So you guys just have to follow me on social media or I should say Twitter to just keep up with me. Hit that subscribe button. That's right. Gotta Facts. Yes. Got to do it. <clears throat> now, this gentleman, he's been on our program quite a bit. He's been on Jada's show uh, regularly as well. And I know that he's going to be starting a show coming up. All right, one and only Anthony, better known as Free. How are you doing, brother? Peace, peace, man. I'm wonderful, man. I'm um I'm still light skinned. I'm out here on this side of the earth. You know what I mean? I'm doing great. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, on this platform, I don't think I've ever seen Free in a bad mood. He's always pleasant. You know? Yeah. So I I'm not saying it don't happen because I'm sure you're a human being, so it happens. But uh, you're always you're one of the the people that are always pleasant. So. Man, I appreciate that, man. I try to uh, put my best foot forward. Man, it's too much things to be happy. Too many things to be happy about. I mean, I got my y'all got my times that I'm bothered, but you know, what I mean, I don't let that take precedent over everything else. That's what's up, man. I, you know, uh, I think I went through some periods where I I was kind of wishy washy in my emotions and how I felt, but I always try to keep a, a good face you know so but you know sometimes people take you there so it is what it is yeah you know um i could there's a certain situation i could totally bring up right now but i'm gonna let that go. <laughs> i'm not gonna bring it up because it's, it's probably gonna why not share my, share. Uh, share with us get, get my uh blood pressure going <laughs> um, but but i have some good stuff uh one of our regular contributors to the show he's been on the show in a while uh, Finn, uh, uh, his birthday is today. So happy birthday, Finn. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thanks, Christian Wren. 
I hope that he is having a wonderful time wherever he's at. So happy birthday to that dad. All right, so let's get into the topic. Um, uh, we talked about a lot of different things when it comes to um, relationships and whatnot, and, and probably we'll go over some of the same territory, but I want to start off with you, Jada. Um, what is it particularly about relationships, dating, sex, that makes you want to uh, talk about it in on um, a platform such as this? Um. Awesome question. Um, I I love everything about forming and building relationships, whether it's sexual, romantic, non-romantic, whether it's just regular friendships. Um, I like to talk about it. I like to see exactly where people's minds are at. And I like I like for them to think outside the box outside the norm. I enjoy talking about sex because um, most people don't. They find it taboo. They try to stay away from it and I don't understand why. It's natural. Um, I love love as well. And all those things play a part in relationships, relations. You know, whether you're having sex with somebody, whether you're in love with somebody, whether you have love for someone. And um, even though people talk about it, I think they just gear towards just like the clean version and like the surface stuff. And for me, I like to get down to the nitty gritty of um, certain things and why we do the things that we do. And uh, I enjoy, I enjoy discussing it and um, things that people aren't aware of. I like to educate them on it. Things that I know I like to share you know, and um, just let them think. I think once, I think for me, um, when it comes to my show, I think most of the time, and it's so funny because uh, Free and I were talking about this past weekend with other people, and he was just like, Jada just asks those questions that just has you thinking, you know what I mean? And I was like, no, I, I really try to get in there. So I, and I appreciated that. Um, but yeah, I just want to be able to leave you with something to think about or several things to think about, whether when you're having a conversation amongst each other, whether you're by yourself and you're kind of thinking like, hmm, why do I do that when it comes to this? Or, you know, um, do I like that sexually or don't I, or could I be with somebody like that? I just allow, I want people to just be able to think outside the box. And so I enjoy talking about those things because I just want people to form relationships and solid ones at that. So I just love and enjoy talking about that and sharing the things that I know. I'm probably going to date myself, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, there's nothing wrong with that though. I remember way back in the day, uh, the old chat rooms, like, I don't know if y'all remember talk city or the AOL chat rooms back in the day. Um, mm -hmm. and they would have all these rooms set up. Right. And it would be, you know, uh, just different topics. Some would be, uh, it's, women who are in their 30s or whatever, um, BBWs, uh, whatever the room was, right? Sometimes it would be um, even, you know, Christian, you know, talk for Christian, right? Uh -huh. Every room, sex was the topic. You can go in the Christian room, you can go in the, you know, you could go in the, uh, the uh, you know, people who are firefighters, you know what I'm saying? That's always going to be the topic. So mm -hmm. no matter what room that you go into. So, um, and that's the way it is. So 
it, it's if you're going to talk about dating and relationships, you're going to talk about about uh, sex. That's oh, sex, one, exactly. One thing I love about your show is you get all of that on your show. So, <laughs> so. yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so uh, free. Um, what is it about dating and relationship sex that makes you want to uh, talk about in, in these kind of platforms? Probably because I'm an adult um, and these are just very real and present factors in my life um, aside from the bills and responsibilities and things of that nature. Like I do get to have some auxiliary time. And so in those times I feel it with uh, relationships or sex or what have you. So I think the discussion needs to be had uh, probably because I've heard so many things between social media and through just peer conversations to where people's different experiences just pique my curiosity and my own personal experiences. There are things that I often want to know if anybody else has experienced something similar or if I'm potentially thinking on the wrong track or I'm on the right track or anything like that. Like it's so, uh, it's such a present part of my life that it makes, it only makes sense to talk about it, especially in a place with people who are also having this conversation and are pretty uh, like-minded, but also have difference of opinions. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Now I remember Shannon, when we first started talking about doing the show together, I remember one of the, the early conversations we had was, you had this desire to talk uh, about relationships in a very adult way. And when I say adult, I mean mature way. Um, and that this was something that I remember you saying was uh, something that you really wanted to do. What, 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 uh, let me ask you that same question. What, <laughs> what was it about that? Well, what I said was, we don't do enough talking to each other we talk about each other. Um, and instead of having conversations with other people who aren't the ones that we are seeking the answers from, we need to learn how to have conversations with each other so we can find the answers from ourselves. Um, and I think it's important for Black men and Black women to come to the table of understanding to have conversations about things that matter um, within our community um, to include love, relationships, and sex, but mainly in building a community between Black men and Black women, which we don't do enough of. Right. Uh, definitely agreed. Agreed. Now, uh, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway, Jada. Is there anything on your program that is uh, taboo? Wait, can you repeat that for me? Is there anything on your program that's taboo that you wouldn't talk about? No. When it's pertaining to, and I think, so when I say relationships, that's across the board, whether it's friendships, whether it's family. Um, so no, I, I'm not afraid to talk about anything. Mm. No, I don't mm -hmm. think there's anything for me anyway, that's off limits that I don't have a problem having an open forum about it. Like, you know, and having an open discussion and, uh, having, for me, it's the, having tough conversations are important. You know, um, I forgot who I was uh, conversing with recently, and we were talking about just the tough conversations. I really hate the surface bullshit 
when it comes to getting to know someone, whether even if it's like Shannon and I getting to know each other and just having like that from like that, just like the fluffy talk, right? Just everything that's just like all nice and fluffy and rainbows and sunshines and just like, no, I like to ask really in depth and tough questions that people normally don't discuss. And especially while dating, for me, I've always asked tough questions. And I want to say like, conversations, I, I try to have conversations that people don't typically have. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if, you know, if we were dating, you know, um, and we were in a car together, or if, if we got married down the line, and there was an accident, I was paralyzed, like, what would you do? You know, um, how long if I was only on if I was on life support, how long would you, you know, like things like that, if we had a child, you know, and this is like before I'm saying like me being married, I feel like a lot of people don't have tough conversations. You know, mm-hmm. if you had a disabled child, what would you guys want to do? If it was up to you picking, you know, your spouse, I mean, your, you know, your wife or your child, what would you do? Things like that. Things that are just going to make you think, you know, um, if would you allow your spouse, you know, a hall pass for, you know, like once a year, things like that, that people don't typically try to like, People just try to dance around. So things like that. Or if you caught your spouse cheating, you know, would you stay if you had kids? And just the tough questions. I think people only tend to talk about only until they're in it. Yeah. Instead mm. of talking about it prior. Before. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like dotting your I's and crossing your T's. And not to say that just because you've discussed it prior doesn't mean that it'll go as planned. Life has a tendency of throwing curveballs and it allows you to move different than whatever you thought you were going to do and plan for. But it's just good to have those type of discussions because most people when while dating don't tend to have in mm. my opinion that I've seen. Mm. That's interesting too. Cause you know, when you are on a date and especially if it's like a, uh, a first date, especially when you don't know the person very well, this is like kind of your first real interaction with them. Uh, It can be awkward, right? And it can be, it depends on the the vibe that you get from the person and and all of that kind of stuff you feel it. So, uh, so that's when you get the man. This weather we have in here is something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like oh man, did you see, uh, did you see uh, Venus last night? <laughs> you know, she's in retrograde. Right, <laughs> exactly. Right. So it, I, I mean, look, I've been in those situations where it was very awkward, and you know, and you're like, oh, but you know, a lot of times you can you can help set the table for in my estimation, uh, a person to feel more comfortable to uh, opening up and having real conversations too. Cause some people don't like, if you're sitting there like a freaking Fort Knox, uh, you know, uh, vault, if you're looking like that, it will make the other person kind of go, Oh, well, you yeah. know, so it, it, it's also the other person too. It's, it, it's a dance. I think, I think dating is a team sport. That's true. So we, yeah, we got to both kind of, you know, uh, do the thing too. So Steph says I don't do well with small talk. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we got a two step together. Right, right, right. Like we. Right. So, so free. I'm gonna um, uh, 
it's you being the representative of the fellas on on this show. So I'm gonna be hitting you up with some of uh free isms, you know, okay. that you know, when okay. I go on a date, you know, I'm gonna use some of the free isms, right? <laughs> right? It's not gonna fill me at all. So um, so we're gonna um we're gonna get back to what your philosophies are with doing programs, but I'm gonna go to some of y'all philosophies in dating and relationships. Um so okay, free. You, I'm gonna set a scenario for you. You, you are now taking a young lady out. This is a right. date, right? Um, when you on on a first date, do you have things that you're trying to get accomplished, or is you just taking it as it comes? Are you just is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, no, I don't have a I don't have a specific goal outside of just enjoying myself mm -hmm. um, and enjoying the other person, and it's really more just a read. Uh, what's the energy like? You know, how do we interact in the public space? Mm -hmm. um, and depending on how we go out, you know, if we go out and we're kind of in a somewhat of a group setting, that's a particular energy or interaction. But then after that, you know, we go out individually, we're isolated, um, and we only have each other to talk to and there's no buffer or anything like that. It's a, it's a read uh, to kind of see... I'm looking at body language. I'm looking at conversation and how fluid it can be or is or is not. Uh, so I guess my goal, if I had one, is just to assess the situation and assess the person. Mm. Um, you're a confident dude. Um, are there any dates that you go on where you have, you know, little nerves, maybe a little unsure at all, or is it constantly, or is it what we all think that Freeze out there? He's just like, I don't. Is it is? It is, it is I'm free up in this date. You lucky to be with me? Like, is that <laughs> yeah. So I hope that's not the image that I that I get off. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even see that though. No, not at all. Not at all. No. I don't see that with Freeze. I am a very confident person. I'm a, but I, my confidence it comes from my awareness of self. Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm aware of who I am mm -hmm. and and that's good bad or indifferent and so um yeah you kind of threw me with the <laughs> with the whole <laughs> I was just like whoa no no that's not my energy at all so what was the last what was the other half of that question is it I mean like I mean, oh no you asked if I was yeah. nervous now it depends it depends yeah. my confidence uh, and I, I'll give you <laughs> somewhat of an example um I'll say that recently I was thrown off my square. Usually I'm put together a little more poised. Um, and I guess maybe more polished. And so I'm able to carry a conversation if necessary, able to be fluid and do that dance, you know, that, that tango, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But ever so often, there's somebody that throws me off my square. Like, I don't really have the right thing to say. Yeah. so to speak, or you kind of got me a little bit more quiet than I normally would be. Um, and so I mean, that, that doesn't happen often, but it does happen. And it's kind of, I think it's just an energetic type thing. Like, oh, your energy is different than what I'm used to seeing. So now let me pay a little bit closer attention to what this is. What am I, what am I witnessing before me right now? Um, so I don't think uh, as far as just being nervous, not, I don't think nerves really come into play because, I mean, as me being aware of myself and confident, I don't feel like there's any woman that's out of my league. Mm. Um, and I think approaching any situation that way, you've already defeated. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they are basic human uh, needs and desires that every single, regardless of financial status, social circle, there's still these basic human necessities that need to be tended to. And all these other extraneous or, you know, circumstantial things don't really matter as much as connecting with the person, with that human that's just sitting across from you. So um, I don't really get nervous in that regard. Um, whereas as I used to, I was a lot more unsure of myself when I was younger and kind of insecure and things of that nature. But I'm like, I'm a whole man out here. So, you know, we either connect or we don't, you know. And that's so Free said he doesn't pump fake in crunch time. You go right up with the rock, right? Yeah, I mean, hey man, if you gonna go, <laughs> don't you gonna barbecue a meal, dude? What you gonna do? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, uh, Cannon, do you want to address what Tony uh, wrote in the chat? Because I want to make sure that people are heard. Tony says, "I found, even though I haven't accepted it, that I'm much better off alone. I need to do that so I can find myself better and truly know who I am and where I'm going." If I do happen to find someone, that would be wonderful, but I'm not going to just settle or beat myself up for being alone. And that last part is the most important, I think. Mm. Um, yeah. What do you think about that, Shannon? I'm sorry? What do you think about that, uh, about um, choosing to be alone, you know? I mean, I'm single like a Pringle, so mm-hmm. you got to learn to enjoy yourself and the time you spend alone in your single season. Um, and if no one ever shows up, you still enjoy what you do, enjoy life, live life. I wouldn't settle. So I'm just encouraging him to do the same. Don't settle. Do not settle for something you don't want just to say you have someone. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, well, it depends what I, it depends on what we're talking about settling, right? So I mean, I no, no, I'm talking about for him. How does he define settling? You know, like, yeah, like what does settling look like for him? Like, if I can't get Scarlett Johansson, then, you know, it has to be her or nobody else. Like, that's what we're talking about. Hey, what's up, Alex? Oh, yeah. Hey, Alex. Hey. Well, I think, I think Anthony has mentioned it enough um, that he will want somebody who doesn't hold his illnesses or ailments against him, um, who treats him as an equal and respects and values who he is as a person. Now, if I'm misspeaking, Tony, please jump in and correct it mm-hmm. in the comments. So I think knowing who you are and what you bring to the table, even in adversity, um, people should love you for who you are and not who they want you to be. So I think that's probably what he means by not settling, but I could be wrong, but he's mentioned it quite enough within different shows. Mm. Steven says, I've always dated up. If you meet my ex-wife, you would think I was rich. Hilarious. Um, yeah. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I think it's very important to not settle for, you know, not settle when it comes to what you were talking about. But, you know, if if it's the whole, uh, you know, it's either Halle Berry or Bust, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we might need to talk to, to that person about that. So, uh, but anyway, so um, uh, now let's go to you, Jada. And I, I want to kind of, uh, she says, that's true. I also don't want to smoke or drink. Drink or either. All right. Um, so, uh, 
let's kind of piggyback off of what uh, Tony Davis says. Um, is now you're married, right? Um, were there times in your life where you decided, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna try being alone, just work on me, my career, blah blah blah. Or are you one of those people that always were like in relationships? No, no. Um, there was definitely a time that uh, I purposely uh, made sure I stayed single. I was single for after my high school and college sweetheart. Um, I was single for years. Mm-hmm. And um, that relationship taught me a lot about myself. From And that's when your, your brain starts to really develop, right? It starts developing fully. So for me in my late teens and my early 20s, um, that relationship had taught me so much about um, myself more so than anything else. And um, I didn't date. I did date, but I, didn't, I made sure not to be in a committed relationship for quite some time. And um, I did that on purpose so I could just figure things out for myself, find out and form a relationship with me. And that allowed me to do so. Like that time frame allowed me to do so. And um, and I did. There were so any men that I had dated and at the point that I wanted to be in a relationship, I already knew what I wanted. I knew the shit that I didn't want. So it allowed me to weed out all the BS from all the guys that I knew that wasn't about anything. It allowed me to realize it immediately because I already knew myself. I knew the things that I didn't want. I knew the things that I didn't want. So um, it was no, at that point in my life, when it was dating, when I was dating, there was no gray area for me, like gray areas. So mm-hmm. it was just like, if they want X, Y, and Z, da, 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 I was really adamant on that at that point in my life. Mm-hmm. And that was because again, like I made sure to do my work, you know, as far as self and making sure mm-hmm you know, me figuring things out, you know, why do you do this, Jay? Like, you know, me having conversations with myself and figuring things out, it allowed me to look deeper within myself. Um, I made sure, I mean, I had fun along the way, but I made sure to stay single. Like, you know, I made sure not to commit to anyone but myself. That was the only person I was committed to was with me. Mm, okay. So, yeah. And, and uh, not to put words in your mouth, Free, uh, aren't you doing something like that where you're focusing on career, not necessarily trying to be in a relationship? Yeah, that was my, um, so I guess I took it that hiatus, hiatus initially inadvertently, um, but I haven't always been in a relationship. So it's not been a thing to where I've kind of been monkey barring mm-hmm. from, you know, uh, relationship to relationship. But in these past two years, after my previous relationship, I did take some concentrated time to direct it or redirect the energy that I was putting in this relationship back into myself. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just so I can continue to work on a lot of the things that I started as far as personal growth and just uh, mental, financial, spiritual, emotional stability. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of in the same space, but I've always been open to uh, a relationship or companionship, but I've always been somewhat of a loner and secure or comfortable by like with myself. So Hmm. However, you however you receive that balance, that's where I've been. Hmm. Uh, I feel. Oh, I'm. Uh, I wanted to piggyback off of what he just said. Like, I'm an only child, so I have no problem being by myself at yeah. all. 
I can have fun, you know, I'm social, but um, even if I was where I'm at now and I was single, um, I would be okay with that. And not to say like, I love, I love being in relationships that feel right and feel good in the, in the moment. And, you know, like if it's bringing something and it's bringing something out of me, it's bringing something mm-hmm. to the table, then yes. But um, it's okay. And I think a lot of people don't feel that. Like, it's okay to be by yourself. Absolutely. That's the first relationship you start having is the one with yourself. That's Absolutely. the most important relationship. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree, Jada. Now, this little section of our conversation, I want to talk about being on and off the market. And uh, I would like the people in the chat room to to put if they're on the market or if they're off the market. Now, you can be single and off the market. Like you're saying, you're dealing with yourself. You're not trying to get in a relationship. Or you can be uh, on the market. Like I'm single and I'm on the market. I'm available. I'm open for business. Or you can be off the market, like uh, Jada is, where's the market? <laughs> right. She's off the market and she's married. So um, I want to talk to you, Jada. You weren't always married and you were at times on the market. So for you, when you are quote unquote off the market, but I'm sorry, on the market and you're open for business, is it something where you- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that phrasing is crazy. Like, yeah, like- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. What I, what I mean is you you are not in a relationship when you are not in a well, relationship. I, I know what you meant. And, and you're open to it. Um, are, Do you find that you were like, okay, is the, uh, like Shannon, I'm using Shannon's term, were you dating with purpose? Where you was this something where you were like, okay, I'm trying to get my ass off this market, or was it like, or you know, or was it just an organic thing? You just took it as it came, Jada. It was both. So mm. there were periods of time um, in my life where I wanted to date for fun, and that's exactly what I did. I had fun while I was dating. I had a lot of fun while I was dating, and then there were moments that there were certain periods in my life where I was dating with a purpose. Like if I didn't see any type of future, like this ain't, this isn't going to go to like our third date, our fourth date. Like we're not doing that. Like there were certain things as far as like, especially because at that time in my life, um, for me, it was like, I remember not dating anyone that had children. And that was a conscious effort. because, And it so happened, coincidentally, I just kept meeting guys that didn't have kids. And they were older men as well that just that didn't have any kids as of yet. And um, and that was because if things did go well, I know I just didn't want to place that mama to nobody. If we ever got married, I knew I didn't want to have any half children at the time, like going into it. You know what I mean? I don't know what's going to happen in the future and what my husband now, because I'm saying that back then, what I was thinking, like, I don't know what my future husband's going to do later on, but I remember not wanting to go into that. So there were certain things that were just like, no, like that, you know, I didn't like smokers and stuff like that. So it's just little things where I just knew like, oh, if they had that, it just wasn't even going to go. I wouldn't go on a date with you or you wouldn't even have a shot. So... I would, like, why waste each other's time? Right. Now, 
when you had a stint when you were off the market, like you were in a relationship, and then you became on the market, have you ever had a situation where all of a sudden people you didn't know was feeling you all of a sudden start coming out the woodwork, like trying to put they they hat in, you know, to be your neck? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've had I've had that like as soon as yeah I became accessible or available, um, they came out and it was crazy because some guys don't even care and they don't even respect certain things even when you're dealing and you have you're in a relationship. So and some women too. So I don't even want to just put men under throw men under the bus, but um yeah. But you know guys came out of the woodwork and women. Oh wow! Yeah. Hold right. <laughs> yeah, like they came out of the works. Have you ever been shot? Say it again. Have you ever been shot? Have I ever been shot? Like, like, dang, oh, you too, huh? <laughs> oh, shot. Surprise. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't hear him. Um, <laughs> no, no. I mean, well, yeah, you know what? Yes, some, some of them, yes, because there were certain things that I really was kind of oblivious to that I was like. Oh, you were flirting? That was flirting? I was like, oh, okay. You know, I was just like, oh, all right. I was and like, cool. You know? It's a bruise to the ego that no one it is. Oh, it? you were flirting? Oh, is that what that was? Oh, no. Like, I don't think, Jesus. I don't think that. Yo, because like, if, not, if, maybe it wasn't intentional on your behalf, but to understand this dude is putting his best game down. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, you cool. flirting? Oh. Well, then maybe he just said he needs to set his game up and just come a little. Like more, I'm an aggressive person, so not to say that I want somebody that's equally aggressive because I don't like while I was dating, but um, you just got to come. You got to come correct. So yeah. I don't okay. want you to pussyfoot around the fact that you're trying to talk to me. I don't want you to pussyfoot around the fact that you're interested and all that other stuff. So it's just like, you know, like I love assertive men. So, mm-hmm. you know, like if you want something, go and get it and make the person aware. Otherwise, stay your butt at home. Simple. I feel you. I feel you. Now, free. So there's times where you're off the market, you're in a relationship, and then you are now back on the market. You back in the game, right? Uh-huh. Now, are you the kind of guy that the minute you are free, you're like, you're trying to exercise this new freedom and do you know get out there back right? Are you one of those? You like to ease back into the game once you are now no longer uh everything I, I ease myself back into it. Everything I do is kind of tactical. Mm-hmm. Um or shout out to my um Leo disposition. Like the animal, I kind of am praying to it, the non-negative sense of like I'm looking to see what that I, what it is that I like and who might potentially embody that and then i make my move accordingly but i don't like the like the onslaught or the influx of just attention because it things can get convoluted that way so now nah, i'll just be out here super wild and like oh i'm back return to the mac <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it's not quite like that like what up though <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like, right <laughs> what what about um Keeping your next before you, you've made your current trip. Options there. Oh, go ahead. Right. What do you think about that, Jada? Like, because that happens quite often where it's like, I'm still kind of in a relationship, but we're at the end of it. 
So right before I hop out of a relationship, I'm going to kind of set up something, you know, for a post, you know. Like break up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. What do you think about people do that? Well, okay. So I have mixed feelings about it, right? Because I feel like you, granted, so like what you just said, you have one foot in and one foot out the door already. So that means that you didn't give it your all as far as trying when it comes to the relationship, because you're so your attention is not even on your spouse. Your attention is on that other person. Mm -hmm. So you're not really you're doing your you you know, you're doing your relationship a disservice or a marriage or whatever situation that you're in. You're doing it a disservice and you're not really fully invested because you do have one foot out the door. Um, I think if. You were if if it's a bad situation and it so happens that you have a friend that's a companion that you kind of lean on during like let's say you were in a prime example like let's say you're in an abusive relationship whether it's physical mental emotional verbal whatever right and you're in an abusive relationship and you vent to someone else and that someone else ends up you end up literally forming a bond based off of that and I don't know if it's a natural thing. But, you know, um, it tends to happen because of the circumstances. And not to say that always that's always going to work later on after you guys break up, then you get with that person. But um, things like that, I don't feel too like bad about because it's just like that happened because of the fact that due to the circumstances. But um, but yeah, like as far as you kind of having somebody in your back pocket already waiting, like, all right, I'm playing double dutch. Like as soon as I'm out, I'm hopping back into something else. I feel like in all actuality, you were playing games from jump and you really weren't in it to win it. So and it's just like at the end of the day, though, karma's going to come back and bite you on your ass later on anyway. Mm. Oh, so I'm just saying. So I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I have mixed emotions about it. I feel like for certain situations, I could understand how that tends to happen. But then there are other situations that you just setting yourself up and your relationship for failure. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if it's if it's like you know you're about to like you guys are separated and it's um like let's say you're legally married and you guys are separated and you guys know you're gonna go through a divorce and then you're dating then that's a little different but like if you're really if both parties don't know it's over or it's about to be over that's kind of fucked up i'm just saying mm-hmm. like it's fucked up mm. so what about this idea of uh, of being a rebound uh, i'm asking shannon about that uh first um oh. like um Shannon, like, so you've been in a relationship. Somebody, no, the person that you possibly are getting with had been in a long-term relationship. They break up with that person, and then now they're talking to you. They're free and clear, and it's kind of not long after their last relationship. So technically, you would be the rebound. Is that something? Is that overblown? Is that a real thing in your relationship? Um. Hmm. I wouldn't know nothing about that. However, I think that people should spend some time by themselves before they just jump into a relationship. Um, I don't get the whole concept of a rebound. Um, And I know the phrase, the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody. I don't agree with that either. Um, So (laughs) I just, Take some time by yourself. That's why it's a whole bunch of people in jacked up and dysfunctional relationships because 
they running from one situation to the next instead of kind of figuring out the debriefing of the last thing. What, what about you, Fred? Do you think uh, rebounding is a real thing? You said, I think it's a real thing. I think everything is contingent upon motives. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's the reason you're jumping right back into another relationship? Uh, kind of like, how did that thing situation start? And, and once you really take inventory on, I guess, your, your, and accountability on your actions and decisions that you're making, it boils down to those things. Like, um, even on the heels of what Jada was saying, kind of having something set up before you're actually done. I also have mixed emotions, but it could also be a situation where, you know, I've been in a bad situation and I'm staying in it for the sake of time, for the sake of love or this particular ideal that I've had in my head. But then, you know, I've seen, I meet somebody that showed me something different. It's like, oh no, I can't have better. Um, And it may not necessarily be that person that came along to show you that there's, you know, better than what you, but it's a, I don't know how often, like there's no, no stats on how often a rebound relationship works versus how often it doesn't. Um, and I've just re-relegated back to, it just depends on what your motives are. Are you trying to get back at your ex? Because if that's the case, then you're not really over that person in the first place. But if you're really free and clear and you're you know done and I'm no longer dealing with that type of energy anymore and I've now met somebody that gives me the energy that I need, then I, I say, why not? Especially if you're grown, like how long does it take in the, in the words of comment, it don't take a whole day to recognize. Man, something. listen, so like, can you say that one more time? <laughs> on the back. <laughs> you know, it's Man, like what you're waiting for. Like, you know, that I is never the whole truth. So, so, so what would you, uh, a guy is, let's say Shannon had been in a long-term relationship. Now she's available. And a guy is saying, you know what? I'm thinking about trying to holler at Shannon. I'm free now. Would you, what would you tell him? Would you tell him, give her some time? She's been in this long-term relationship. Or would you say, you know, you better hop to it before some the next man come in? I said, there's no, uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with expressing desire and or yeah. intention. <laughs> However, I my advice would be to make sure that you check mm. your expectations. Because of you don't know unless you have these conversations with Shannon on what it was that she's going through and you know where she is emotionally and mentally, then you won't really understand whether or not she's ready to give into this new relationship what you desire from it. So um, at the very least, plant the seed. Like, listen, I know or I've been seeing these things or whatever the case is, I'm attracted or however you want to lay it out. But then from that, allow her to develop whatever she's going to develop from it. And just keep the expectations low because you may feel like you might be the knight in shining armor, but in all reality, it's still your relationship with Shannon or the new relationship with Shannon still has an equal opportunity to uh, succeed as it does to fail. Um, That part, I just want to know where he at though. Shannon's like, yeah. <laughs> do you, do you, uh, Jada, when you were in relationships, uh, we won't talk about right now, but when you were in relationships, if you ever felt like guys were checking in to see, uh, like if you were like, you know, just uh, some guy out the past would just be like, oh, you know, start talking to you and then 
trying to yes. find out are you still, uh, you know, with old dude? And then, you know, bam. Oh, absolutely. That question. Slotted into the DMs, text messages, emails, all that. Like, uh, carrier pigeon, <laughs> like all of that. Let me just see where this is going to go. Like, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yes. And it's just funny because then, and I would, I used to check the dudes a lot mm. when I was like in my really, like when I was in my dating relationship, right. Where I would have to check them. Like, don't, you know what it is? I was very, sh- so I've loosened up. Right. Like, at a certain point in my life, I was like very, very strict when it came to dating and dealing with men and the way I dealt with them. Um, and that wasn't always like good. You know, again, I've learned a lot. I know Shannon and Free, we actually discussed this when we were eating at brunch during brunch, mm-hmm. where for me, it was, um, I didn't see any gray areas and I had to learn. I had to learn to loosen up. You know, yeah. I was like very, very strict when it came to a lot of things that I did and the way I moved and how I dealt with people. And um, you live and you learn and you know, you have experiences and you, and you grow. That being said, um, back then, I would be like, you know I'm in a relationship, don't text me, that mess, like don't be signed up in my DMs. I would literally have to check them real quick. And you know, I would come off like a quote unquote like bitch and you know, like I'll be aggressive and all that stuff, but I, but I didn't care. And it was crazy because I felt like that attracted them to me even more. Mm. You know, yeah, I like that shit. Like that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, talk that shit to me. Like, it was just like weird and crazy. But I would really have to check, dude. Like, stop. Like, you know, I'm in a relationship. You know, it's serious. Stop. Like, don't don't try to holler at me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. When when you were married, free, did you get uh get did, did you get any check ins from ladies where you know that's what this shit is about? I'm trying to see if y'all. Man, yeah, yeah, I got those. I got those uh, conversations like. Yeah, I know you married. I don't even care if you got a side chick. I just want some. Um, so, you know what I mean? So, I mean, like Jada said earlier, yes, yeah, women out here that care not about whatever your situation is. Especially where you live. They want what they want when the they want. The city that you live in. So, yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like the ratio like from men elevated. to women. Exactly. So it's elevated. For they sure. have no problem sharing men at all. There could be three women to one man, and everyone they cool all with know it. it. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Everyone's cool with it, that's and fine. they literally have no problem sharing their dude. You know, they're like, "Oh, all right, they he, they could take him away from me, whatever." Like from Monday through Thursday, and I'll have to deal with him. That's good. You know, he's like, "Oh, yeah, he's in Atlanta." <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So, the ratio from men to women is like twenty to one. So uh, women have no problem in openly knowing that, like sharing their man or their husband or their boyfriend, whatever. So yeah, so like, that's we, thing out here. Before we continue, can we just give a big hearty shout out to all the people in the room? Oh yeah, so there many are like a gazillion. Um, we have Stephanie and Trey and Anthony and Steven and Sunflower. Dante, Dr. Vibe, D, Danny, Brad, scroll all the way up. And we had a few others that came in and out of the room. There's still a lot of people here. But yeah, we've had quite a few people in and out of the room today. Marisol's coming in and out. Shout outs to her Wi-Fi um, connection. Um, And we are just so happy that you guys are with us and chiming in in this conversation. 
Really? And big shout out uh, to Sunflower, who uh, from the old lab days, uh, I haven't um, chopped it up with her in a minute. So I'm so glad that you uh, stopped by and uh, is chilling with us. So I believe she's in somewhere New York, maybe, I think Brooklyn, maybe. So yeah, big shout out to Sunflower. What is happening, Tony? Wait, Data, that's for you. Duh. <laughs> and now, yeah, that is sunflower. Well, I mean, some, so some of them, some of them do. Um, but no, I'm not saying necessarily it has to be orgies. They have no problem sharing their man. Right. So that being said, I'm saying where everyone knows. So a man can have mm -hmm. his wife, his side chick, and man and his girlfriend, and they all know about each other. Is what I'm saying. So he could be hanging out on, you know, on the weekends with his side chick on, you know, from Monday through Friday, he's doing a family thing. Then, you know, like on Tuesdays and Thursday evenings, he's hanging out with the girlfriend. So yeah, like they have no problem at all. And they all, and they all come mama. to the barbecue. And the baby mamas. Thank you. I forgot about them. Shout out to Atlanta for practicing um, uh, real African um, <laughs> ritual. <laughs> that what we calling it? Yeah. No, in in that particular tradition, it's the, the man could have several wives if he's able to financially provide for them. Come on, do cannot do that. Come they kill somebody. Well, it's a, it takes a while to properly catch up to the African traditions. So. No, no, they just <laughs> want some completely whack things. Nah, yeah, it's it, yeah. Atlanta's out of control, though. Definitely, the sure. world is out of control. True that. Not North Dakota, though. North Dakota. Live, <laughs> you tell. Live. You know, we, hey, we, should, we should do a live show from North Dakota. Freezing you could be in North Dakota. North Dakota. <laughs> North Dakota. <laughs> oh, see, see, you're supposed to be. <laughs> you're supposed to ride with. All right, so um, getting back to our our topic of the day. Um, all right, so there's a here's a topic that I've talked about before on the show, and I really want to get Jada's talk uh, thoughts as well as free is letting other people in your relationship business. Don't do it. And it's one of those things that you know it's destroyed relationships I've been in. Um, it's I've seen it destroyed other relationships where. Mama somehow finds her way into somebody's relationship, the homies or whatever. And I'm not saying that not having someone that you can talk to and all of that kind of stuff, but there has to be a line set up. So Jada, I just kind of want to get your thoughts on when you start sharing what goes on behind your closed doors within your relationship with outside people, what is the line for you that is acceptable and not acceptable? Um, so I, I am an open book to a certain degree, um, especially when it comes to like, well, my marriage mm -hmm. and even when in my dating relationship, it wasn't until I know, like a lot of times, like things ended, that's when like my girlfriends would know and find out things. Cause mm -hmm. then I would, um, you know, deliver those things and informations, um, information to them. But, uh, for me, when it comes down to uh, letting people know and in my relationship, I just don't do it. It's different. The only time I may share something that I don't have a problem with is unless I'm helping someone else in that process 
if they've gone if they're going through something currently and they're asking and seeking for advice, I would then, you know, share if I've gone through something similar and how I and how we've overcome it. Um, other than that, I tend to not because I don't need anybody else's opinion in what we got going on because everyone is different and everyone's situation is should be handled differently. That being said, um, I think though it is not, I think it is okay. So it depends on the circumstances, in my opinion, right? I think every situation is different. Every relationship is not created equally. You know yeah. what I mean? It's so different. So if you and your spouse are going through some stuff and you have friends that are in relationships and or they have gone through certain things and you know that, then I think, you know, kind of getting advice to maybe help the situation, I don't see that being a problem. Like, you know, we were really thinking about like, you know, parting ways and da, 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 and maybe whatever, where you want your tribe to come in and gather around you and help you, you know, come become closer again and kind of fix it if you don't know how to. If, you, if you're not willing to seek therapy or coaching or anything like that, then I feel like that's okay. But again, I think for the most part, when it comes to close friends and family members, they don't need to be in your business. Amen. You don't need several different opinions about what you have going on. Because at the end of the day, they could give you advice, right? But at the end of the day, it's you too. You guys know what you guys are going through. And that's how you're able to build your relationship stronger with each other knowing how to kind of move through it together. You know, I think um, that's, that's what makes and build the foundation for a healthy and long lasting relationship. When you guys are willing to put in the work together, you guys have to figure it out. You got to, you know, come up with a game plan. Everything doesn't have to be where, well, my mama said, and my auntie that, you know, she got divorced twice. And she told me that, uh, I mean, go there with your mama there. Yeah. Thank you. But no, thank you. Like we cool, you know what I mean? We're different. We're we're a different generation. <laughs> we do things differently. We're cool. Thank you, but no, thank you. You know what I mean? Like you definitely don't want to have because it's and I always say so. I've said it several times on my show where you once you open that Pandora's box, it's hard to close. At the end of the day, when you sit up there, whatever, and you allow other people to have opinions about your relationship, they're going to always have opinions about your relationship. It's not just that one time. It's like you seek out that advice that one time for a particular um, situation. They're always going to want to put their two cents and their foot in your relationship. And it's just like, no, you definitely don't want to open Pandora's box because at the end of the day, if you guys are going through something and they only hear it's one sided. So it's a biased opinion on top of that. Mm -hmm. And not only that, right? they're always going to see them in that light where if, if it's a negative, if it's a negative situation, they're always going to look at your spouse in that negative light versus you seeing them in that positive and negative. You know what I mean? Where you could look at them and be like, oh, I know my spouse does this as well. They're, they're not that bad. You know, it was just this particular situation. Your friends and family are not going to look at, look at it like that. They're going to be like, oh, you hurt my, my daughter. You hurt, you know, my cousin, da, 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 da. you hurt my best friend we have issues and they're always going to look at them sideways. They're not going to be as forgiving as you are. So I feel like you shouldn't just open Pandora's box in my opinion. Yeah. People getting in your mix is, is not good. And it's funny though. It seems like the times where they need that, they do actually need to add some people in the mix. They don't do it. And that's, know, true. And that's, that's true. 
That is very, very true. Right. That I, and I agree with that. I think when times where I think you should, you know, get get your tribe around having having them surround you, you typically don't. And it's the strangest thing, but it's not until maybe after or when it's something minor, when you're just like, you've had, it's always those little blowups that you're like, oh, I had it. Da, 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 da. And you go to your friend or family for advice, or you just venting and you're just spilling all your tea about your business. <laughs> now they know. And, you know, sometimes people could throw that back in your face as well. And you just don't want, you don't want that. You don't want so many different opinions in your relationship. You just don't. Mm-hmm. Because it could be a recipe for disaster. I, I do feel like the bedroom is a confessional and whatever happens in there should stay in there. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think sometimes, you know, maybe we're looking for insight from other people or whatever, or people just can't keep their mouth shut. They feel like they have to go. That's what it is, actually. Yeah. A lot of people can't keep their mouth shut. You would be surprised when it comes to men and women. And I wanna um I wanna add this. I definitely got like one minute left before I have to uh, go off to another venture. Mm-hmm. But I definitely want to say that balance is the key to life. Um, for myself, I realized uh, some one of the things I learned at church is keeping a godly, quote unquote, godly counsel, and yeah. um, that's one of the things. But the second thing is, I think it's the responsibility of you, if you go to tell somebody the negative or the problem, or you're seeking advice on the negative, when that issue is resolved, um, you should go back and tell the conclusion or the resolution of it so that there's an even balance because you may go say, oh, she she did this and X, Y, and Z or whatever, whatever they offer their advice. And you don't know how she came and rectified it or whatever the case is. And all you're only receiving a portion of the narrative. And yeah. in order to be fair Not to your relationship right. and to be fair to your to each other, it's like, okay, well, you know what? She was mature enough or adult enough to, you know, respond in this particular way, or we just agree to disagree and so on and so forth. So that person is whoever that you spoke to is not left with that negative um just idea of who your significant other is. Oh, um, I agree. But most people don't do that though. That's the thing. They don't. Most they people don't, don't do that. Mm-hmm. And then when wonder why good, you feel mad at them. Exactly. When when everything is good, they're silent. And that's the problem. And that's what I'm saying. When you once you open Pandora's box, it's hard to close it because yeah. people don't tend to clean up after that. They're not right. like, oh yeah, you know what? We did work it out and this is how we did because they, you know, they came up with this solution and da da da. da. We, you know, we problem solved. And no, people don't tend to do that, unfortunately, though. They don't. But I think just that's something for people to well, that should they should take into consideration. Like, if you do that, there should, there needs to be a conclusion or a resolution to that issue. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, you've involved them to this point. Involve them, see it, let them see it through to the end, so then they can have a little less bias. I mean, they already your friends, so they're gonna be biased anyway, unless they are <laughs> friends in the true definition of the word, definition of the word, to where they can tell you, "Nah, you tripping, you okay. taking this way overboard friend. and things like that or whatever." Like, nah, why did you? react this way. If you didn't do this, then maybe they wouldn't have done whatever the case may be. And so it's just being responsible and accountable for what it is that you're saying, how you're saying it, um, and the emotion that you're saying it. Because when you're mad, you ain't really trying to think 
on both sides like oh i just can't believe they did whatever whatever but it's more to the story than just what you're saying so exactly um i've been fortunate to have no, no. damn there that have helped me maintain my sanity and things of that nature so uh in that note man i love y'all peace i'll see y'all All next right. time bye peace. brother Later. Peace. Bye. All right. So, um, and if anybody wants to hop in, uh, we have a seat available, um, and we're going to go another uh, about twenty minutes. Um, let me ask this question. Let's talk about the J word, jealousy. Mm. And um, now, I, how do you? I'm sure you've probably experienced it in your relationships, Jada. Um, and then, I want you to tell me how you've dealt with it. And then also, you also hear this, that a little, there is a little bit of jealousy that that is um, not just acceptable, but some people even want. They don't want you to be completely not jealous as well. So talk about those two things, about how you've dealt with jealousy and and what's a good amount of jealousy. Like healthy jealousy? <laughs> yeah, That's healthy jealousy. Like healthy jealousy. Right. Um, okay. Uh as far as getting jealous, so I've been uncomfortable. So I don't know if jealousy would be the right word, but there have been moments, there have been moments where I've felt uncomfortable, like while in a relationship, you know, if um, if my spouse was uh, consistently texting someone or they, someone was te consistently texting them, I would always be like suspicious where I would just be like, what the hell's going on here? And not necessarily like jealous of the relationship, just like questioning, like what's going on, you know, uh, and feeling uncomfortable. So I would always speak my mind, of course, you guys know that, yeah. right? Like I would always speak my mind and let that be known. And I think how the person moves after says a lot to me about them and how they feel about our relationship and about me. Um, but I always, I would say something if I felt uncomfortable, like with someone dealing with someone else. Um, and not only that, so when it came to, like, I know I was in this one situation where I had a spouse and they, and, and I, I agree, yeah. I agree with that, um, what Steven said. It says, jealousy says always reveals something. It says either about you or about that person or even about your relationship. Yep. Um, so, and that's the thing. So I was in this relationship and my spouse would consistently get these text messages from this, like one particular female all the time. And I'm like, you don't even talk to me this early. Right. Like, I'm like, what, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, you know, we didn't live together or anything like that, but I would spend the night on the weekends and, um, I would see the text messages popping up and I'm like, that's really inappropriate because I don't allow people to if they do they used to text me like early in the morning I'll be like that's just no like that's not a good time I feel like that's just like somebody knocking on your door early in the morning when they don't got no business like, oh, they might yeah. exactly so back then again I had like really strict <laughs> rules on certain things even when it came to my regular friends like my girlfriends my male friends my friends in general so that being said 
uh, I would be like, why, why, why is she texting you so consistently and so early? Like, what are you guys talking about? What are you kikikiing about that you can't kikiki about with me? But oh. as I've grown, I've learned that certain things don't, it's, it's just unnecessary. I felt like in that point in my life, there were a lot of things that um, I didn't, because of how I was raised and culture wise, um, I did things very, very different than dealing with someone who was American mm -hmm. and who had like American ways about them and did certain things that were very different. So for me, that took a lot of um, learning as well. So, or I should say like unlearning certain things that I learned as growing up, you know what I mean? And how certain relationships should move. So that being said, when it came to like jealousy, it was just like, uh, it was like uncomfortability. Because mm -hmm. it wasn't anything that they had that I necessarily wanted or I was envious or um, it was just uncomfortability, I should say, where it was just like, that doesn't make me feel comfortable. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like that. I don't like how it's making me feel. Right. And so, right. yeah. And I had to think about those things and have conversations about those things. Is, is there a healthy amount of jealousy that? I think there is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think a little bit. I think a little jealousy. Um and it's so weird because I can't see myself getting jealous now, even now that I'm married. I don't see, I haven't ever been put in a position that makes me feel uncomfortable, I should say. But even if I saw like my husband surrounded by like 15 women, mm -hmm. I would just be like, oh, he's probably trying, he's probably making them laugh or he's saying something or whatever. It wouldn't make me feel uncomfortable. Like now, like the space that I'm in now, and it really has to do with me, to be honest. Like now that I look back, even at that particular situation in the past, it has everything to do with me now. Like I'm so secure with myself and who I am that that doesn't bother me. Cause then he would literally, I would just, if, if that was the case, I'll ask him like, Oh, what you guys are talking about? And then he would just tell me. And, you know, I will allow him that space to be open and honest. And if he chose not to, then that would be something I would have to question. But mm -hmm. literally, I don't feel any type of way. Like even when, so Free was, um, we had invited him, whatever, to hang out over this past weekend. And he hung out with my husband and some of my friends. And Free and I were hanging out, whatever. And he was hanging out with my homegirl until her husband got there. And they were talking about stuff. And it was just like organic. Like, I don't feel any type of way. I don't, I don't think that they're trying to do anything or even if it wasn't my girlfriend, if it was women that I didn't even know, I, it's okay. You know what I mean? I'm secure within myself. I'm secure within my um, relationship that it's okay. Like, you know, but a little jealousy, you'd be like, you know, if maybe if I saw him, I know for him, it's a little different because I am a natural, unintentional <laughs> flirt. flirt. Yeah, I am, you know, but it's really, and he knows it because I'm, I'm an extrovert and I, I'm a touchy feely person. So I could be like, somebody's making me laugh and I'm like, hey, ha, 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 and I'm touching them. You know what I mean? Like, but it's not in a sexual way. It's not like I want you. It's just like, oh, you make me laugh and you make me, you know what I mean? And if it was a girl, I would do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm really touchy feely. And he knows that. And I know when he said while we were dating, he had, that's something that he had to get adjusted to. And I say, hun and sweetheart and love a lot, like, hey, love. And whether it's a male or female. And so like words of endearment, that's just the way I speak. And again, he knows that. So he's okay with that. Now I know what we were dating. I didn't know that at the time, but it just made him feel a little uncomfortable. And it was something that he just got used to. And he said he didn't want to change. Cause I, I, I asked him like, why didn't you, like, why wouldn't you say something? 
He was just like, I didn't want you to change who you were just because of my own insecurity. There was just something that I had to kind of work through. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if he still gets like that, but um, I know for me, I, there's, I, I, you, I, you do want that little bit of jealousy, you know, like that healthy jealousy, but um, I don't even get that though. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, when it comes to him, so I don't now, feel any type. Now that, you know, you guys live in Atlanta, that means he has two women, right? On the side that he, have y'all picked them out yet? No. Um, no. <laughs> okay. And if it was anybody that had two women, it would be me. Okay. Oh, wait be. a minute. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, no. Dante says eight. So that's a city custom. <laughs> we don't solely just live out here, though. So oh, okay. still New Yorkers. Okay. Oh, so, <laughs> okay. No. Well, yeah. Hey, I was, I was trying. So you could tell him I was trying on his behalf. I know. I know. And it's funny because it's so weird because a lot of men would be like, oh yeah. I feel like even if presented that, if mm-hmm. that's something that I was open to and I wanted, mm-hmm. he's just not, that's not him though. Aww. Even if that was like something that I wanted. I remember years <laughs> ago, like older men would be like, oh, um, I feel like Jada is just going to have a non-traditional marriage. Right. And I'm like, really? Like, why would you say it? Just like, cause just how you are. And it's, just not the case like it's very just you know us where it's just the two of us and and I'm okay with that you know but um again I think if I presented that to him he just wouldn't be for it anyway so it's just not- Dante says it's a city ordinance to have eight women so you're you're breaking the law if he was able to handle all that, <laughs> I give him kudos to that. Then. Oh, yeah, there you go, kudos. Like he don't want those type of problems. Like <laughs> I'm like ten women in one, so he's good. He's oh, all the way. he's good. He got it. <laughs> he's all right. good. So, um, getting back to your your show, um, what is it that? what are some things that you haven't done on your show as far as uh, topics or just maybe just things you want to try on your show that you haven't yet? Do you have, or are you still trying to fill it out? Do you kind of know what you want to do or is it still something ever evolving? Yeah, I think it is. I think it's always, um, I think I'm always trying to evolve like what I'm trying to do because again, it's so different. I remember having a conversation with someone else um, who broadcast in New York and we used to do it at the same station. We used to be um, broadcasters at the same state radio station. And we were talking the other day and uh, I was like, doing this is so different like than what I was accustomed to. Cause you had like engineers, you had like the sound guy, you know, you had somebody to tell you go, you know, you're about to go on live and certain you take commercial breaks, all those things. And this is so different where you're doing everything yourself and being mindful of it. So for me, um, I'm still just trying to be like, okay, like how feeling everything out and trying to make sure that I'm growing and it's growing along the way. But um, there are a lot of things that I still uh, haven't discussed that I would like to talk about. I want to talk about sex work. I want to talk about um, things, again, things that we don't typically talk about, um, you know, like secret sex lives that, uh, that people tend to have things of that nature, you don't need you power, know, you, don't need power. Mm-hmm. you know, like things. Yeah. Uh, things of that nature, the woman's body, the male's body. Um, 
and how to treat it and just do certain things where, again, a lot of people tend to shy away from. Mm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's interesting, too, because, um, like you said, there's we don't have these conversations and, um, you know, we, we don't talk. I think that's one thing that's wrong in a lot of relationships. We don't talk enough about everything, not just sex, but uh, I agree. everything. And about finances, about, uh, you know, illnesses, about a lot of things, mental illnesses. We don't talk about, especially in the black community, in black community. People just like to stay mute. We're just like, all right, everything looks good on the surface. So we're good. And we just keep it like that. And it's just like, no, like, let's have in-depth conversations. And um, that's where I want to be able to open that door for just certain topics that aren't really being discussed on a consistent basis. What about um, before we get on out of here, um, gender roles? Um, this is something that me and Shannon often debate on the show about. And it's a it's an interesting topic. Um, what do you think about traditional gender roles in within relationships? Are you for them? Which ones are you still for, against, or what? So uh, <laughs> that's a really good question because, and I think, I think it's designed for everyone as individuals and what you guys are willing to do in your relationship. Apart, mm -hmm. um. For me, there are certain traditions that I do stand by and that won't break, mm -hmm. right? Like my husband knows he has to open the door for me, pull out my chair, things of that nature. No matter what, he opens the car door. He opens the door if I'm walking. I'm about to walk through it. All that. If the if it's raining, he's holding my umbrella. All those things, right? Um, for me, that's just non-negotiable. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that, and I and he wasn't doing that before when prior to meeting me when we started dating it was just like i don't i don't deal with guys that don't open the door for me and he was like wait what i would not go like if somebody if i was dating somebody and they didn't and i told them that one time i would not go and then guess what every time whatever they would be opening the door for me mm. point period right so that's non-negotiable when it comes to um paying the majority of bills for me, I would like for the man to do those things, right? Mm -hmm. um, again, I think you design whatever it is you want out of your relationship. There's no blueprint. Like as much as you could read all the stuff and all the um, therapists and um, relationship coaches could tell you what has like the best results, but that's because of history, right? Mm -hmm. Like done things this way and it's worked for that particular era and that time. Things are changing, you know what I mean? We're a part of millennials um, and things are very, very different. Things are very, very different. They're drastically different. We have social media, we have people that hook up whatever off of apps. They didn't have that back then, you know what I mean? Like that's how people are in a sense courting people. It's through sliding through the DMs, you know what I mean? It's not people writing love letters anymore. It's uh -huh. just, Again, it's very, very different. And I think we have to move and go with the time frame because of the fact that uh, things are different. And again, I think you design what is good for you. And so for me, um, I am okay with certain gender roles, traditional gender roles. And then there are certain things that I'm like, I could care less about. So I remember thinking 
when we moved in together, because I never lived with a man um, prior to my husband. I didn't, I've never like shacked up with anybody and we didn't move in until after marriage. I remember thinking like, oh, I would never take out the garbage. And it, it's so funny because I have no, and it's weird because I, in my mind, I remember thinking like, I hate taking out the garbage and I take out majority of the garbage and it doesn't bother me actually. And hmm. I thought it would because I don't like to do it, but it just, I'm like, it's not even worth a conversation. I'm, sometimes I'll be like, you know, you see it piling up. Like, why can't you? And at the same time, I'm just like, I have no problem just doing it myself. And I thought I would. I thought like, no, he's going to be doing that. Da, 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 da. And he normally does the laundry. And that's because he likes to do it. Not this fact that I don't, but he just enjoys doing it. So again, I think you just design those things and what you guys come up with and what you guys are comfortable with. Because I know people feel strongly about certain things and not so much when it comes to others. But yeah, for me, it's certain things that are just like, no, you could do that because you're the man in my mind. Like, all right, when we will talk about it and then or we've talked about it. So right now, like everything just runs smoothly because there were certain things that we discussed before getting married while we were dating. So there's things that we knew about each other that was just like non-negotiable. Hmm. You, you yeah. mentioned about writing love letters. I think the last love letter I wrote was like fourth grade. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> I can't tell you. That's crazy. I can't remember the last time I wrote a letter on paper. Really? <laughs> like, and that's funny because wow. I'm younger than you, but I've had like my high school. I remember the my high school sweetheart. He used to always write me love letters. Oh, always. And he would like write in his cards and stuff like that. And I would just save them and little things like that. And again, we it's just it's so different. It's so different now. Like, you know, it you a little bit. Home, but it was just like, you know, it was a little bit of old school with new school. And for anybody who has a hard time writing love letters, Shannon, uh, that's right. She, Shannon has a business where she will write you. Plug that in. So, uh, just hit her up. She she got some good ones. I, I know. So, that's Dr. Love up there. Yeah, so. do that plug. Yep, exactly. Man. So, um, be, before we get on out of here, one, one, write me one hilarious. Uh, before we get on out of here, um, uh, now we see Jada on this platform quite a bit. Well, let me take that back. We hear Jada on this platform. Quite a bit. <laughs> that part, that part. First time we really see her is when she's a guest on the show. That part. Normally, it's like black screen. Right, it's usually, <laughs> yeah. See her in person. See her on here. There we go. That's true. Right. So, um, but every time we see you, you're always, um, you always uh, have a very good personality. And just like I was saying with Free earlier, um, and you've always very pleasant and very uh, warm and inviting. And I really like that spirit about your show. And um, I really like... You know, I'm, you know, like I was telling Free earlier, I'm sure that, you know, there's moments in his life where he's not so happy and stuff like that. But we haven't, I haven't seen it uh, yeah. at least on this platform. So um, what do you think that is about you that makes you um, like that? Where you're always, you just seem always in a good, happy mood and all of that kind of stuff. Oh, it's because, and that's so funny. I put it in my Snapchat today. I I put, I, I, on a daily basis, I meditate. 
-hmm. Like I meditate religiously and it's good for the mind, the body and the soul. And I will say, I feel like I'm a completely different person after me meditating consistently, but I've always been a bubbly person. Like I've always been just, I have a really, I'm really energetic. Um, (laughs) I'm just like, fun spirit. Like that's just me. And I'm a social butterfly. So naturally that I'm a people person and that is me. But as far as like keeping me level-headed and grounded and thinking logically because of the fact that I think most women tend to go off of emotion and I'm not throwing in women off, like, you know, um, off the bus or anything like that. But uh, I think we tend to go off of emotion uh, quite often as far as decision making. And for me, being um, grounded, it allows me to just think level headed and not think off of emotion. And even when in our, my relationship and my marriage, when things get a little like, uh, I don't know, like, maybe you want to calm that down. And you know what I mean? And just figure it out. Because when there's a lot of emotions involved, it's hard to think properly and make right decisions off of temporary emotions. You know what I mean? You don't want to make permanent decisions off of temporary emotions. Um, But that being said, I really just, I try to just keep, I try to stay positive. I'm really optimistic and I'm with a touch of uh, realist. So that's what it is. I think for me. I like Like, it. It really helps with your brand and what you do because yeah, because you, like I said, you're always very upbeat and positive and um, you know, and even times when, you know, um, I'm not upbeat and positive, you know, I always try to, to at least present that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and it's, and it's can be grind because, you know, life is hard sometimes, and you don't feel like you don't feel like it. But, um, I, I, I always appreciate that about you and free and, uh, Dre is another one that's always positive and, uh, and Danny and, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who are in our community that, you know, and that, that I really like that. I always enjoy that about you guys. Um, so before we say goodbye, uh, how can uh, we get you in social media and tell us again, how we can uh, hear your show? Okay. Thank you. Um, thank you for having me. Um, also, you guys, I appreciate you guys. I really do. And everyone that came to hear us talk, I appreciate you guys as well. Uh, so on all social media platforms, besides Facebook, it is at Jada Lopez, spelled exactly how it's spelled on here. A lot of people spell my name without an I, but it's J-A-I-D-A-L-O-P-E-Z. And um, I do relationship coaching as well. And um, I have a show here on Get Vocal every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's also live on Periscope for the most part where I'm like on there. Because every now and then when I'm trying to stream like through different platforms, it doesn't work so much. But we're going to figure it out and we're going to get it together. But yeah, for the most part, it's on here. Get vocal at 8 p.m. every Wednesday. Happy hump day. All right. And and shout out to your husband. How long have you guys been together now? Uh, married? Married or married. together? Married. This year will be make, we'll make three years of marriage. Well, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Shannon, how can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? 
on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Shannon, like the president, hyphen Jefferson, like the president. Um, and I am here every Monday night with you and every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time by myself. All right. Amazing program. Uh, were you on yesterday? No, I was not. Okay. So I, I got ditched. Oh, no. Oh, we got to we got to beat up whoever did that. Yeah, let's beat them up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, we got to definitely check out Shannon's show because Shannon is amazing at, and she gets to the nitty gritty of everything. And I really appreciate her and I always love to hear from her. How um, can we follow you? You can get me at Kente F on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram. Um, also, uh, we should, I think we're going to be on tomorrow night, uh, um, talking about the dead zone, uh, on the cinema de fromage cause, uh, Thursday is, uh, 4th of July. So we won't definitely not going to be on 4th of July. 4th of July. Yes. So with all that said, you guys have a great rest of your week. God bless. And Oh, next week, uh, we will be joined by my good friend Ramsey and his co-host, uh, from just kicking it. So that's going to be fun. Um, Brother Ramsey is a, uh, uh, you guys going to really enjoy him. Uh, and uh, he's from Atlanta as well, but, uh, okay. but uh, he lives in Jacksonville. So his wife, his wife pulled him out of Atlanta. around him. She's like, I'm getting you out of the city. Well, she's like, you ain't going to stay there. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, he's going to be our guest next week. So that's going to be really cool. So, We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Bye. <laughs>